Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As a preacher, I hear the comment all the time, Pastor, it's as if you could see into my mind and into my heart and know exactly what is going on in my life right now. And I know that that is not unique to me as a preacher because anecdotally, I hear pastors make that comment all the time. Oddly enough, that is one of the hardest things for a preacher Consider the fact that we are an assembly of people gathered here this morning. I am tasked with taking the word of God and proclaiming it to you. But you're all different. None of you are the same. I mean, sure, there are ways in which I can speak to us as a congregation, but... We all come in different circumstances, with different preoccupations. We're unique. Some of you are burdened. And you need comfort. Some of you are in error and need to be corrected. Some of you, perhaps, have been lazy and need to be called to action. Some of you are doubting and questioning and you need to be taught. Some of you need to be guided in doing the will of God. You see, God's word does that. It speaks to people of all different circumstances. And I'm not thinking on any one person here or singling anyone out, but some of you probably hearing those things and like maybe squirming a bit. St. Paul tells us in 2 Timothy 3 and in Romans 15 that God's word is sufficient to do all these things. You see, the parable that Jesus gives today in Luke chapter 8 is a parable about hearing the word of God and recognizing that that word of God is like good seed. And it produces fruit. It gets results. I always tell the kids who study the catechism with me, remember this about God's word. It does stuff. From the very beginning, when God spoke the cosmos into existence and said, let there be light, let there be a sun, let there be a moon, let there be land and water, let there be birds, let there be fish, let there be animals on the ground, let us make man in our image. It was all brought forth by the powerful word of God. What Jesus' parable tells us 
is that the problem is never with the word. The problem is always with hearts. The problem is never the word. The problem is always the heart. And Jesus gives examples of four different kinds of soil that receive the word of God, but their attitude toward it, what happens with that seed, is different in each circumstance. Some seed that this sower, who is God sows, falls on the path. It's devoured by the birds. The devil takes that word from their hearts. They, they don't believe it, and they're not saved. Some of the seed falls on the rock. It grows up and withers because it doesn't have moisture. That's those who have joy when they hear the word, but there's no root. And when things get tough in life, when they get tested, they fall away. Some seed falls on the thorns. It chokes. There are those who hear the word and they're choked out by the cares, riches, pleasures of life. Their fruit doesn't mature. The seed that falls on good soil yields a hundredfold. They are those who hear the word and hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. Notice the problem is never the seed. It's never the word. We discussed recently in our Thursday morning Bible study about how when we wrestle with what the Word of God says, it is always an us problem. If we squirm and get uncomfortable with the way that Holy Scripture speaks, you're the problem. I'm the problem. Because there is never a problem with the Word. The Word of God is good seed. The problem is always hearts. Wicked, sinful, stubborn hearts like yours And mine. Like seed on the path, perhaps we're too quick to let the devil take away what God gives us so freely by His Word. That Word that corrects us and guides us and leads us and teaches us and comforts us. Or perhaps we never let it take root within us and we get swept away when life gets tough. When other worries become so predominant in our lives, we forget that word that we've received. It has no root. Some of us love this world too much. We love this world and its comforts and the rewards that you can earn here on earth. Then we love the reward of what will last for eternity. Jesus says that those who are good soil, are those who hold fast to his word with an honest and good heart. They bear fruit with patience. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this parable is a reminder you need to love the word of God more than anything else. And that is a problem not just in our congregation, but in every gathering of Christians around the world. We don't love the Word of God enough. We offer education programs, Bible study after church, Sunday school, youth group, in an attempt to teach the Word of God to everyone of every age, except for those who can't talk yet. And yet, those who gather in Bible study will be a fraction 
of those who gather here on Sunday morning. Now, if I thought you all were going home and digging deep in the words of Holy Scripture and learning these things for yourself, that would be one thing. But if you haven't noticed, the devil is there trying to steal our joy. The world is trying to teach us to care for it more than everything else. There are things attempting to test us and pull us away from God and his promise of love and salvation. We need to love the word of God more. Quite simply. Because there is no greater treasure that you have in your life than this word. That will correct you when you are in error. That will teach you when you are in doubt. That will guide you when you need to know the ways of the Lord. That will be your comfort and your hope in times of distress when you are burdened by this world in which you live. When the devil is after you, will you hold fast to the word of God? Will you know its promises? Will you know its guarantees of what it gives to you? By Jesus Christ. I have yet to encounter a Christian who has said, Man, I regret spending my life so much in the Word of God. I have heard those who look back on being in the Word of God and now don't believe it anymore. There are those who will say, Oh, I look back on it now and it was nonsense. It was worthless. It's all myths and inconsistencies and all these different, you know, the objections they find to it. Showing they never held fast to it in the first place. Brothers and sisters in Jesus, the problem is never the word. It's never the word. The word is good seed. The word produces fruit. And so I'm going to urge each and every one of you this morning to consider what place does the Word of God have in your life. And it comes to you in three different ways. There's the words of Holy Scripture, which are the Word of God. There is the preaching of that Word, where that Word is taken by preachers and applied to the lives of people. And then there's where that Word is joined to forgiveness of sins, waters of baptism, and bread and wine to feed the people of God. Are you holding fast to those things? As we contemplate as individuals, as families, as a congregation, if we're going to endure... What the world is throwing at us, what temptations and sinful inclinations already exist within us, brothers and sisters, it will only be by the word of God. And as Jesus reminds us, it's good seed. It's good seed. It always when the soil is good, produces fruit a hundredfold. The problem's never the word. Never, ever the word. The word is good seed. And so let us together contemplate what it would mean if we held fast to that word in the middle of all of it. What would 
we look like individually, if we held to the word above all things, what would our homes and our families look like if we actually talked about God's word and read it and were in it together apart from Sunday morning? What would it look like if together as families and individuals, as a congregation, we read the word of God, we held to the word of God, we lived out the word of God because it was the most important, treasured thing in our lives. This past Wednesday, we were going through the Apostles' Creed in our catechism service, and the kids and families who were gathered were talking about the Holy Spirit. And Luther writes in the catechism that that Holy Spirit calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. That's what God does by his word. He gives you his Holy Spirit to hold fast, to gather you together, to enlighten you, to sanctify you, make you holy, set you apart. And if the response to all this is for you to sit here and think about, well, I do this, I don't know what others do, no. Let us tend to our hearts and hold fast to the word. Every one of us. We're coming up on the season of Lent. Special services on Wednesday evenings. It'll start on Ash Wednesday, the 14th of this month. Lent is a season of preparation. A season of repentance. You've heard the old practice of giving something up for Lent. It's not an old practice. Some people still do it. It's good. Give up things like chocolate or fast food or alcohol or social media or whatever you're going to give up for Lent. But the idea is that you would set those things aside to place the things of utmost priority in their proper place. The word of God is good seed. It will produce fruit. It will, as Jesus reminds us, it will create faith in you that saves you. The Psalms like to repeat the phrase over and over, the word of the Lord endures forever. There are a lot of things in our lives that take up our time, that take up our worries, that will not endure forever. Our jobs, our houses, our vehicles, even this church, even this building, this building won't last forever. But what Jesus gives you here, the good seed of God the Father, that produces what lives forever, endures forever. It is that word which declares to you that Christ Jesus has shed his blood for you and risen from the dead to give you eternal life. 
You, dear Christians, will live forever. You have a kingdom that lasts forever. That he delivers to you by this word. This word is so much more precious and valuable and lasting than anything that could capture your attention. Anything that could preoccupy you this that could preoccupy you this morning as you come in here in different situations different worries different sins you're struggling with all our hearts are different kinds of soil but the sower scatters the seed all over it You notice that? I always find that part of the parable fascinating. That the seed is just scattered all over the place without regard to where it will land. And therefore that word is given to you. Hold fast to it. Hold to Jesus given to you in that word. Hold to that which lasts forever and ever, and which gives you a kingdom that never, ever fades away. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.